Thabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, so let's get into the story now of Godfrey Chitalo. If I can just turn this computer uh, just to be normal here, because Aldrin Sampier, I don't know what it does to computers uh, here. I thought it was it was KG, but it's actually not. It's Aldrin Sampier that turns these computers upside down. I've never seen anything like this before. But anyway, we are joined on the line now by probably a familiar name and a face to us in the sporting industry here in South Africa, former General Secretary of the Football Association of Zambia, now a journalist, a man who takes good care of us when we go over to Zambia, Mr. Good evening, Mr. Liwewe. Thank you very much for joining us here on SAFM in South Africa tonight. Good evening. Pleasure to be on board for today's show. Thank you. So we are discussing the story and highlighting the story of Godfrey Chitalu. Firstly, for those not aware, who was Godfrey Chitalu? Yes, he's undisputably Zambia's greatest ever player. Um, and this is for several reasons. Because at his peak, he was unstoppable. He was a, a powerful player. I mean, in his life, he, he was equally adept in the boxing ring, which shows you already an indication of the type of strength we are, we are talking about. But he's a player who set a goal-scoring record, you know, that will never be broken in Zambian football history. And uh, Chitalo in his career stands out. Of course, uh, later on, we had Kalusha Bwalia, who is a very familiar name in South Africa, who made his mark in Europe. But uh, Chitalo didn't have that same opportunity. But a lot of Zambians, you know, the debate is between Alusha and Chitalu. The older guys say Chitalu because obviously he's from their era. The younger guys, you know, may favor towards Kalusha. But uh, when you look at the records, I think Chitalu has the edge. And in Zambia, who did he play for? He played for Kitwe United, uh, where he started and then moved to Cowboy Warriors. Now, these are some of the great sides of the 70s. Warriors are still in the Premier League now. Chitalo United are a level below in the first division. Uh, but what stands out for Chitalo, I think, is his goal scoring at Cabo mm. Warriors, where he scored in a single season 107 goals. Now, uh, you know, there's the debate about 116 or, mm. or, or 107. Mm. I'll, I'll clarify this a little bit. You know, when the season, before the season had started, Chitalo and Cabo Warriors were playing in the African Champions Cup which we now call the Champions League. And it was there that he scored those nine goals over two legs. Two goals, uh, you know, away from home and nine at home. So the the fact that uh, the Zambian season hadn't started, those were not then counted as part of that season. But if you look at a calendar year, it is 116. 116 in one year. And you're saying nine goals in two games, Mr. Liwewe? Yes, they were playing against a team called Magenta from Lesotho, who they beat 9-0 in uh, Kabwe, and Chitalo scored seven of those in that 9-0 win. And then in the second leg, he scored two, which made... Sure. And by the way... to Zambian record, because it was pre-season, didn't count. Yeah, and by the way, we did check this, and we saw that even the keeper at the time for this team from Lesotho, the Black Cat in Keto, has come out to actually acknowledge these goals, to say that he did score nine goals against him in those uh, two ties. Now, we are talking about his record, and there is a campaign now. And what is the campaign about then, Mr. Liwewe? Yes, the campaign is to have the, uh, firstly, to have the extra goals counted, because I think uh, in a lot of countries, they look at uh, the calendar year as as the issue. And then, of course, um, you know, certain individuals have raised the issue of, of Lionel Messi's record. Now, when, when that record was announced for, for Lionel Messi, 
You know, the, the, the word went out immediately that it was a world record. Mm. And Zambia immediately disputed that. And then uh, FIFA, you know, had a bit of egg on their face and then went out to declare that, okay, now we actually don't follow club records or country individual league records. Therefore, as far as we are concerned, we, we haven't really ha- ever declared anybody the winner. Now, you know, a lot of people, uh, particularly from Africa, felt that, oh, okay, how come suddenly there's this change of heart? Is it because it's an African player? You know, those questions are still being asked today. But, uh, you know, uh, according to Zambians and a lot of Africans, Italo's record should actually be the official record. So, if I understand you correctly, then, are we fighting for most official goals in a year and most official goals in a season? Two, two, two basically, records. Yes. I mean, even if you were to take away the uh, the Champions Cup goals, mm. the 107 would still give Chitalo the record. So, um, you know, whether you take it as goals in a season or goals in a calendar year, Chitalo really stands, you know, head and shoulders above uh, the likes of Messi. Gerd Muller from Germany, of course, was a prolific name in the, in the late 60s, early 70s for West Germany that time. Incredible. If you've just joined us, we are catching up with uh, Mr. Pongaliwewa, former General Secretary of the Football Association of Zambia, also sports and football journalist. He was also here in South Africa for some time, so we should know him very, very well. And we're talking about this incredible goal-scoring record of Gottfried Chitalu. You can send us your voice notes if you are aware of Mr. Chitalu to 061-4104-107. That's 061-4104-107. You would have heard Mr. Liwewe make reference to Lionel Messi because um, officially they say he's got the record of the most goals in a calendar year which is 91. Let's play something here uh, Katleko for about Messi. Little Messi! That's it. Goal 85 of the year 2012. Messi has a decoy in Iniesta. Iniesta back to Messi! Oh my goodness. Goal 86! And now he is the man who scored more goals in the calendar year than anybody else. Some say he's the greatest, and statistically, he is the greatest now. They've come up against well, the Predators, oh. and they've given it away. It's Messi. Shielding well against So there, that's when he actually broke the record with 86, beating Gert Muller there. And then he later went on to get 91 goals in that calendar year, Lionel Messi. And they reckon that he's got the record. But as you're hearing now tonight, Gottfried Chitalus got 107 goals. In fact, it's 116 goals in one calendar year. And just to be clear, Mr. Liwewa, you have nothing against Messi. You just want Mr. Chitalu to be recognized. The whole world recognizes Lionel Messi and his, uh, you know, outstanding and phenomenal achievements in football. We take our hats off to him. But uh, we should not ignore the fact that uh, many years, you know, uh, before Messi came up, there was a player, you know, who hit numbers that were, you know, out of this world. And and that Chitalo Red, you know, was followed. Now, the researchers have gone into the archives, looked into all the newspapers of the cuttings, the scores, all those are, are in the National Archives. You know, the fact that he scored the goal. Now, the Football Association's records may not have been 100% there, but they've been cross-referenced, which is what we do with research anyway when we're going into years gone by when records were not really kept that well. So there has been a lot of cross-referencing and the verification of those uh, 107 or the 116 goals, if you want to look at uh, which parameter you're using. So it is on record, and we would like Chitalu's name to be out there with the best in the world, and of course, when you look at the national team goals, he is officially on the FIFA record 
with 78 goals for the national team, which pushes pushes him uh, to number five in the world. So without doubt, his his uh, reputation as a goal scorer is already on record, and we feel that his uh, his seasonal record should equally be recognised. And by the way, we did check before. The, yeah, 79 goals in 111 games for the national team. That is unbelievable. And we did check before the show. There's a Spanish historian, Guillaume Pons, who claims that it was 88 goals that Chitalu scored in 1972. But, but, but he does admit that they could not account for the other goals because the Zambian football, the Zambian FA did not have records of the Charity Shield and the Chibuku Cup. Is that what you were referring to, Mr. Liwewe? Yes, uh, the official record may not be there, but as I said, you know, the newspaper coverage was there, you know, and uh, we cross-reference with, with other, you know, maybe not necessarily the league or the FA records, but other records such as, you know, different sources of uh, different publications from the news and uh, and other documents that sort of ratify the, the goals that were, may not have been on the FA record. We do have a voice note that has come through and I'm going to read some messages also from social media about the story that we are discussing tonight. Good evening, Tabiso and the SAFM listeners. This is Ngosinati Walls from East London. Tabiso, I wanted to rally behind the campaign of uh, the player in Zambia. I think it's about time that one of our own is being lifted to the world accolades. We've been pushing and no one is noticing. And for FIFA, once now they realized that the player from Africa was the one that seemed to be having more goals than Lionel Messi. And for them now to really create from what they were doing, it's just uncalled for. Let's push it for greatness. Thank you. Okay, thanks for that, Ngosinati Walls. And uh, there's also a message here on Facebook from Mukhele Anfield Sibota, who believes that the Zambian has a case. And he actually sent me a post that he put up in 2017 saying that um, he, he's aware of this story, he's not surprised by it, and it's just shown by the great Zambian strikers that have come to South Africa, Dennis Lota, Mbesuma, Katongo, James Chamanga, uh, to name but a few. There was a Louis Macha also, of course, uh, the later Dennis Lota did mention. And... Um, and he says, yeah, I can believe the story of uh, Chitalu who scored this 107 goals or 116 in a calendar year back in 1972. We've also got Bramoro. Bramoro, good evening. Thank you for calling us. It's an honor to hear from you. We always hear you it, on the morning show. It, it's also an honor to listen to your show, to have you presenting the best show in, in Zanzi. Thanks, Bramoro. What's Thank your you, view Chief. here? Yeah, first of all, is CAF really relevant in Africa? or in the world of football, CAF, Confederation of African Football? That is my first question. Two, can't CAF give us this history to tell us that, no, Lionel Messi can never be the leading scorer in a calendar year, but rather an African from probably Southern Africa with the name Chisani. But CAF is sitting down idle. Had it not been you and your guest, we wouldn't be having this record. So then... Another question comes in, why can't like, journalists like you and your guests be involved in maybe CAF activities whereby you guys can also be turned the right information to CAF? Because CAF, if we can check, is being managed by old people who probably don't have any idea about social media. To even talk about updating the history, if you go to the CAF website, even Asamojan, they can't even tell you how many goals Asamojan or Abedi Pele or Georgia they have. You understand? Mm-hmm. We have to resort to the uh, journalists who are in the sports fraternity to give us those statistics. So yeah. then, why can't we have journalists from Africa performing well in CAF? 
Recently, we had uh, Motepe is going there. So imagine Tabito, you going there from South Africa, and your present your guest also representing the country he's from. Yeah, Don't we've you got, think we can? We've got our men now. We call it September. That's off to Kev. So Lux, here is an assignment for you. If you're still in the country, I know you do listen to us when you do get a chance. Uh, but we'll bring the story to his attention. Thanks for that heads up. Actually, uh, Bramoro from the Free State. We've also got another voice note. Let's take it. Hi, Tabiso and South Africans. Eddie from Mobake Foundation in Undasres. You guys, you are gold diggers. And <laughs> and thanks very much for, for this. Um, I wonder where is the family of the, of the player? Um, because, you know, it will be surprising that you go to the family of the player and you find that they, you know, they live in poverty. Whereas they, 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 their father was a, a great, great man. Can we also um, maybe check that for, for us as well? Thank you very much. Okay, thanks for those uh, voice notes here. Um, Mr. Liwewe, there was a question about Kev, and it seems like the campaign is to go to Kev first before going to FIFA. Have, have you been to Kev first? I know you've worked for the Football Association of Zambia. Yes, I have actually served on a couple of CAF committees. I think the institution has, uh, you know, been slow to, you know, address the modern trends, whether it's in media, whether it's in record keeping. I think previously it was quite a heavily politicized arena uh, in terms of, uh, of personnel there. But I feel that, uh, you know, slowly the professionalism has come in. And uh, you mentioned, uh, or the caller mentioned Lux September from South Africa, yeah. who is a, a highly efficient and uh, proficient administrator. So more and more people are coming in, and I think the focus will be now going forward to have records that are up-to-date, researchers who can bring out uh, the immense history of African football. So I think it has, in recent years, taken a step in the right direction, and uh, more and more people who are uh, proficient in, in their areas of specialization will be involved with the game to bring African football up to, to the level it should be, both in administration and in terms of media and all other aspects. And why is it important, Mr. Pongali, whether to go to CAF first instead of going straight to FIFA? Well, I think, uh, you know, firstly, I think FIFA has been a step ahead of us in terms of, uh, of record-keeping, which is why, you know, FIFA can easily tell you, uh, you know, statistics off the top of its fingers. I think our African football has been a step behind, but, but we are catching up, and therefore our African records will become more prominent. I think, uh, you know, Chitalu played in two Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, he represented Africa at the Olympic Games. Uh, he, the qualifiers, the records are all there. So I do believe that um, with the upstepping of, of our record-keeping, our professionalism, that, uh, you know, CAF can actually play a driving role in ensuring that our African players have the recognition that is deserved. So I fully agree that CAF needs to step up to the table, and I do believe that these processes are underway now. Having said that, I do understand that uh, Godfrey Chitalu has been recognized numerous times in Zambia. What are some of the awards that, uh, that he's received? I did read that he was bestowed with the insignia honor by the then president uh, of Zambia, Kenneth Kawunda, for his contribution to football. Yes, he was, he's one of the few players who the president, the head of state, recognized at, uh, at national level by, by honoring him for his achievements on the field. But before that, he was a five-time 
you know, uh, player of the year. Now, how many people have been five-time player of the year? <laughs> he was voted, I think, twice sportsman of the year. You know, he won numerous goal-scoring awards. Uh, he won uh, so many uh, numerous local awards for, for winning cup competitions, being top scorer in cups, top scorers in the league, outstanding performances. So his, his uh, record at home is without question. And uh, it stands out there head and shoulders above any other domestic player. I mean, five times player of the year is almost unprecedented. Maybe, you know, when we saw the likes of Messi and Ronaldo winning the FIFA awards, it, it, this is like 40 years later that uh, players were then able to, to achieve such a feat. So it shows where Chitalu was so many years ago, really head and shoulders above any other player who has played local football. I was actually in Zambia a few years ago, and there is a Godfrey Chitalu Road in Lusaka. Now it makes sense. Obviously, it was it was it was named after the great man himself. Yes, the Godfrey Chitalu Road is uh, is actually a complex of, of road series. Now, people may not know how Chitalu lost his life, but he mm. actually was killed in the Gabon air crash. Yes. So um, yes, so he was alongside the other players who were in the crash, given uh, the honor. But what I should say is that we saw without. Uh, the, the issue of the air crash, Chitalu's name was, was destined to, to be labeled. There is a Godfrey Chitalu Stadium in Kawe named after him. Uh, and that, those are just two of the accolades that have put him, you know, as a permanent feature of Zambian life. The road, the stadium, and of course there is talk of the statue going up that will permanently be placed outside one of the stadia in Zambia to, to honor him. So the, the platitudes continue even this late after, after he hung up his boots. Yes, I remember when we were there, we even visited the Heroes Acre there and there were talks about this statue. So it's, there are still plans to erect the statue in his honor. Yes, that is definitely still on the cards and uh, it is something that is work in progress at this time. Okay, we've got more voice notes. If you've just joined us, we are catching up with the former General Secretary of uh, the Football Association of Zambia and uh, journalist Mr. Pongali Wewe about the story, incredible tale of Godfrey Chitalu. 107 goals in one year in 1972. Evening, dear member, Tulani of I think the Europeans, they've made football their own. If you can check the current FIFA coach of the year, it's the German coach. Check the South African coach who just won two trebles with two clubs. Was not even shortlisted or even recognized. Check Samuel 8 to 2009. He won the UEFA, was leading goal scorer. He did everything right. He didn't win the Palendo. Messi came up to win the Palendo. After all, it's about making history for the Euro- Europeans. We need to gear up for this one and get it. We need our own record back. This belongs to Africa. Okay, thanks for that one, Tulani. Is the light at the end of the tunnel, Mr. Pongaliwewe? Do you think we're going to win this fight? I hope so. I, I, I sincerely hope so because, uh, you know, as I was listening, waiting to come onto the show, I heard you mention uh, a player from Nigeria called Mathematical, you know. Yes. Just the mention of him and remembering his speech, you know, virtually brings tears to, to us older people's eyes when we remember his style of football. Chicago, uh, similarly, we had so many greatness from our players who made an impact. And, you know, the world needs to know about these people. So we have to keep on carrying the flag for them. But I just want to say one thing quickly to us media people. I mean, and this is something I saw. I lived in South Africa for 18 years. Yes. You know, 
we spend so much time writing about the conflicts between administrators and less time talking about the, the greatness of the players, past, past or present. You know, the, the, the attention has shifted away to the political side of football, which doesn't do us any good in terms of uh, promoting our game or our player. We've had so many great players throughout the ages who, you know, maybe uh, with greater coverage could have had uh, a greater impact and recognition on world football. So we media people also have a part to play. Yes, and actually these sentiments were shared by somebody you would know very well, BBK, um, when I had a conversation with him the other time, and he was saying that we are just not doing enough uh, to, to document our own stories, let alone the records and the stats, but just our own positive stories about African football. We're not doing enough. There was a question from Eddie in Ordendals Ras about his family. Um, is the family aware of this feat? How is the family doing? Yes, um, the late Kitalo's wife unfortunately passed on uh, a few years ago. So, uh, and again, most of the of the widows of the people who were killed in the air crash, you know, probably would be lucky if uh, if up to ten of them are still alive. The, there were thirty people, including players and officials, killed in the crash. So, Mrs. Kitalo passed away, but his daughters and uh, other members of the family are very much around, and I, I see them. Not not less than once a year because we are mm. always at the Gabon Memorial on the uh, on April the twenty eighth. Yeah. Always meeting there and, and seeing how everybody else is doing, and they are doing fine. You know, they are I think uh, grateful that Zambia and of course now greater to a greater extent Africa is finally recognizing the role that their dad played. I mean, in Zambia, the the name is household. So uh, you know, I think Zambia in terms of coverage has has more than lived up to, to its role in keeping the Chitalu name alive. Uh, and really, the family is increasingly happy that uh, he's being recognized across the African continent and hopefully on the world stage going forward. And was he coach at the time of his death, at the time of that plane crash? <laughs> yes, at the time of the plane crash, he was joined called Alex Chola, who, mm-hmm. who, of course, is another legend of Zambian football. So the mm-hmm. two of them took the team in the World Cup uh, qualifying round. And the expectation, based on the way the team had started, was that, you know, possibly a first World Cup would be beckoning for Zambia. And unfortunately, the, the plane crash. And of course, we lost, you know, probably two two of our greatest ever players as coaches, long after they'd hung up their boots, but still recognized uh, throughout our Zambian football history. Yes, and we've got a tweet here from Given Chancer all the way in London who says that um, Kalusha remains a well-celebrated footballer in Zambia, but in truth, in terms of historical figures in Zambian football, you have to consider the likes of Godfrey Chitalu, Alex Chola, who Pongaliwewe has just mentioned. He's also mentioned Pitaka Wumba, and he says that uh, let this issue be assessed by a body of independent professionals. They must come to the right determine to the right findings it can be that hard records must exist and it is possible there would be many folks outside zambia but within the football world who actually know about this they must do the right thing we've got another voice note um let's play that before we move on we're actually going to speak to mathematical after we speak to you Pongaliwewa, but let's play the voice note good evening tabiso uh i've read about godfrey chitalo i think it was in 20 2018 or 2017 it was my first time hearing about him and i was amazed about how he scored goals score about 109 goals in a calendar yeah? that's amazing but the third thing about african football is that 
we don't document about our African players. We do not profile our players. We do not record their records and all that. That's why the world doesn't know about this amazing record of 109 goals. And it's amazing that the men scored about 76 or 77 goals for Chipolopolo, the Zambian national team. He's there with Abo Pele, Abo Ronaldo, to show the man is just amazing to score so many goals, even in international football. And I've known Abo Maradona, Messi, since I was a kid, but I didn't know about Godfrey until 2018, 2017. And that said, we need to write a lot about our African players, especially those who are playing in the continent. Thank you. This is Nande Tavis. Thanks for that, uh, Nande, and I can see the messages are coming in on social media. Mr. Pongaliwewe, thank you very much for speaking to us uh, uh, tonight. Please keep us updated on the story, and we'll see what we can also do from our side just to keep the story in the news. We'll definitely do. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to speak to Mathematical now after we spoke to you. I'll send his greetings. I'll send your greetings to Mathematical. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Pongaliwewe there. You might know the name, sounds familiar. Been in South Africa for years as a football journalist and went back to Zambia and uh, he was the General Secretary of the Football Association of Zambia. We move right along now and we've got on the line a British author and journalist, Satish Seka, uh, just to find out more about the story. Satish, good evening from us here in South Africa. Thank you very much for being able to speak to us. I hope you can hear us loud and clear. Okay, we are trying to get hold of uh, Satish Sakar there, and uh, we hope that... I can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me? Oh, I thought he was saying that um, he can't hear me. But please keep your voice notes coming in. We're going to discuss the show, actually, until the bottom of the hour now because i can see the reaction is coming 061-4104-107 if, if, what do you make of what we are discussing tonight about godfrey chitula and what can we learn from this i mean somebody has already highlighted the fact the fact that we need to document our stories it starts with us in the media i don't think we're doing enough of that i don't think we're doing enough to write books about our heroes and and there's so much that we can do i mean it was great to see abus bumchigelis write about a tando manana and uh, there's a book about tikumudis also uh, but we need more of these books we need more of these stories and we need more of the stats and the facts so before we speak to satish then i did promise that we're gonna hear from a legendary nigerian uh, footballer also a man incredibly scored 23 goals in 46 matches let's take a quick break sport on on safm Okay, before we speak to our author and journalist, we're just trying to connect there uh, to our line overseas. But let's hear from Mathematical Segun Odegbami. 23 goals in 46 games for Nigeria, the Super Eagles. And as you heard from Pongali, we were 79 goals in, was it, 111 uh, club matches. But he actually said to us it was 24 in 46, but he gave one goal away. And let's hear, because he's also part of this campaign, is the great Nigerian striker Segun Odegbami. It is um, the truth. You must always stand by the truth. Records are very, very important. They are a guide 
into the future. And if there's any human being anywhere who has earned and deserves to be recognized for their contributions to any aspect of life, such a person needs to be properly documented and recognized. And that is the case with Chitalo. Um, we have heard about him. We, uh, we saw him. I actually played with him once in Ghana during the Africa Cup of Nations. And we knew that he was a great African legend. What we did not know was just how great a goal-scoring machine that he was until it was brought to our attention. And once that is done, I think that we need to fight the cause. We need to correct history. We need to put the record straight. And I'm so glad that this has been picking up. But it should start from Zambia, where he did most of his exploits. The Zambian Football Federation should rise up and provide all the evidence which I hear that they have collated and have collected and present these to CAF because charity begins at home. Africa first has to recognize him and appreciate and confirm, confirm everything that um, the Zambian Football Federation would present before we now expect the world, FIFA, to give recognition to whom it is due. And why do you think, Mr. Odegbami, that we don't document or keep our records as African for the world to know about us and what we have done? I think this is a general malaise with Africa as a whole. Um, even in my country, where, where I am speaking from Nigeria, until I wrote my book in 1991, to spell out the history of Nigerian football from 1960, our independence, to 1990. I didn't realize how poor we were at keeping documents and uh, archival materials. Since then, the situation has not even improved, even though a few people have now risen up to help us you know, start a process of documentation. And I found out during some of my research also um, going around some African countries, that the situation is, is not better in several African countries. Even in CAF, you don't find all the documents, you don't find all the information. The best that you find are those that are championed by individuals, not the federations or associations as they used to be called. So it is a very poor advertisement for Africa that we do not keep documents, we do not keep archival materials, because that's the source of, you know, um, creating a future. If you don't know where you are coming from, so how would you know where you are going? So it's a wake-up call for us all. I don't know how bad the situation is in South Africa, but I tell you, in a lot of African countries, you know, these materials are, are missing, and there's a need for us to keep proper documents. And do you get a feeling, Mr. Odegbami, that there is a will from Kev to try and fight this injustice as you've termed it? Well, I have not seen it yet. I do not think that they think that this is a priority area. Because to bring up these issues, even in CAF, is to show their culpability to what we have just said. They, were, they have not been keeping uh, you know, proper records. There should be a department in CAF 
that keeps proper records of everything. I know there's a level of documentation, but it is just not well done enough. It is not, it is not enough. I was planning to do a documentary on African football with a friend of mine, Rod Hay, shortly before the World Cup of 1994. And I know the trouble that we took going around a few African countries, particularly those that qualified, to get archival materials to put together. In CAF, it was totally non-existent. So this is a, pro, you know, is a proclamation <laughs> against CAF that it is not doing enough to document African footballers. I know it has some records, but it is far from what is expected of that, um, of that body. And does it pain you, sir, that Lionel Messi is being celebrated for holding the record of scoring the most goals in a calendar year while Chitalu has scored more? It doesn't pain me. It's not about pain. It's just about the facts. Unfortunately, for a long time, we did not know the facts. So they allowed it to sustain until there was an individual interest in the matter, something ignited by inquiry, by strategy. Satish, a good friend of mine, until he started raising the matter, very few people were even aware. It wasn't even important as far as people were concerned in Africa. But the moment that issue came up, it needed verification. And since that has now been done, it is just right and proper that the correct things be now made known globally. We celebrate Lionel Messi, of course, for his greatness as a goal-scoring machine. But we should also celebrate our own Chitalo for, for his achievements. He earned it. He deserves it. So he must get credit. Yes, and as we highlight this story to South Africans tonight, I mean, in, from your understanding, how many goals did Chitalo score? Well, I don't have the exact figures. But according to Satish, he gave me all the rundown. I wish I had just consulted before you, you spoke with me. But it was well over 117 or thereabouts in one year. And that's truly phenomenal. I don't have the exact figures, but it is something like that. I was a goal scorer. I, for three or four years, I was highest goal scorer in my country, in our history. I was second highest goal scorer for the national team, you know, through history. And I know how difficult it is to score even one goal. The totality of the number of my goals is less than a third of what Chitalu scored. That man deserves to get the recognition that he earned. And, and having played against him, like you mentioned, I mean, what did you see when you played against him? How would you describe him from what you saw? Well, you know that he was part of the destruction of the Nigerian national team in 1974-1975 when, when we went to play Zambia, and I think it was in Lusaka, and uh, we were defeated there by the highest number of goals against our national team at that time. And Chitalu was the chief architect. And then they came to Lagos to come and play. I think he had an injury or something. So there was a lot of information about him. The journalists were reporting Chitalu, Chitalu, that he was the danger man, he was the man to watch, and so on and so forth. So we knew about him. We just didn't know how prolific he was. But by 1978, when we went to Ghana, I think he was on the downward slide or something. 
And uh, we played against them also. I'm not sure if we played in that match or not. But, of course, Zambians have always been a difficult side for Nigeria to play against. So, again, it ended in a goalless draw. So, those were the instances we read or heard about him. We did not know, as I said, just how great a goal scorer he was. He was great in the African continent. But we didn't know by how much until now that the records are being, you know, uprooted and they are going to be presented correctly. So we knew about him. He was very famous all over Africa. Very, very famous all over Africa. But you just didn't have the figures, you know, before games to say he had scored so many number of games. More so because most of the goals that were scored were in the domestic Zambian league, which nobody outside of Zambia was following. Nobody was following. So it behoves on the Zambian Football Federation to present all the facts and all the figures and all the dates and all the information to buttress what we have now unearthed as the achievements of great Chitalo. It is important. We didn't have all of it then, but now we do. And that finally, is- as we wrap up now, Mr. Odegbami, your own career, you, you are... Pro- Okay, we're going to have to leave it there because we want to go to our guest on the line. But that was the great Nigerian striker, Segun Odegbami, mathematical, with 23 goals in 46 matches for the national team. That's a goal every second game. He was uh, closing, well, when Lionel Messi. Okay, now let's go over and speak to Satish Sakai. He's a British author and journalist. Saki, thank you for speaking to us. Tell us about this story. When did your investigation start and uh, why did you feel it's important for you to follow up the story? I first got interested in the uh, Chitali story when, as everyone was saying, Lionel Messi was closing in on Gerd Muller's record. And Zambians were saying, well, wait a minute. Actually, it doesn't belong to Messi. It belongs to Chitali. And... I started looking into it round about then. I met Jerry Muchimba, the author of uh, the book about uh, Chitalu. He, of course, was very interested in it and he stressed how important uh, it was that Chitalu was credited and uh, he explained why they didn't give Chitalu the record. I looked at the records that uh, Jerry provided and I immediately started asking him why are these nine goals at the start of the year not included it doesn't seem to make any sense to me uh, because it was in the African Cup of Champions Clubs and they included other goals in the same competition so I was like, how can this be eventually I looked at it quite a bit And I realized what had happened. They had been arguing the 107 all the time. It was the single season record. It wasn't the calendar year. And I started saying to people, well, this just does not add up. The whole year begins on January the 1st and it ends on December 31st. Any goal scored in that time is within the calendar year 1972 and therefore it should be acknowledged and to me it seemed really strange because this was the most important continental competition 
uh, in the uh, whole of Titalu's records. So if you were going to exclude any goals, why would it be those? The most important competition. And I started looking into it further and I started to realize something else. Not only was this the most important competition on a continental basis, but it was also an African Cup of Champions Club's records. In fact, it was two. It was the single uh, tie uh, the and also the single match record. So you have two goals scored in Maseru, uh, in the National Stadium in Maseru against Majancha. And you also have nine goals scored by Cabway Warriors, which was a club record at the time. But it doesn't say who scored these goals. In the, If you look at the records in the newspapers, then you know the answer. It's Boniface Simatoui, one, Sanford and Vula, one, Godfrey Tutalu, seven. So I started asking myself, you know, myself and others, why has this been excluded? It doesn't add up. And I spoke to various people about it. And they were looking at it and saying, we can't find the records. We can find the Zambian records, but the Lesotho ones are very difficult to find. So I started looking at this and saying, they've got to be there. There's got to be, these records have got to be there somewhere. There's got to be people who can talk about this. So I went to Lesotho. I've just come back. It's the third time I've gone to wow. that country. And I've met a number of people who either played in the match or were in the crowd, ex-footballers, who were watching this. And something really interesting came up. That is the goalkeeper who let the um, nine goals in. Black and others were saying... It wasn't just that Chitalu scored two goals. One of them was a typical Chitalu goal. It was a good goal. The other one was an absolute remarkable golasso. <laughs> and it was uh, it happened after Magenta took the, the lead. So it's 2-1. The crowd is celebrating. The Magenta players are celebrating. And before they can even settle down to finish celebrating the goal, one player taps the ball forward and Chitalu scores from the halfway line. That's the second goal. It's one of the great goals in African Cup of Champions Club's history. Nobody knows about it. If you look at the reports from the, uh, the media reports of this, it just says it's goal. I spoke to Jerry about it and later, and he said he's glad, uh, you know, he didn't know that Chitalu was even capable of scoring the, uh, a goal like wow. that. And my response to that was, he's not just capable, he did it. <laughs> that is incredible. We are speaking to uh, Satish Seka, who's a British author and journalist. He's telling us about his investigation of this uh, story of Godfrey Chitalu. So, Satish, now, how, in your opinion, then, how many goals did he score and which records should he hold at the moment? He scored in 1972. As I said before, 
seven goals in the Thai and Andola, which I believe is still an African Champions comp uh, Club's competition record. The nine in the tie, I'm not sure about, because you'd have to check uh, everything and hope the records elsewhere are as good as Chitalu 1972. But what I can say is in 1972, it was definitely a record. Then he also has the single season record in 1972, which is 107 goals, the famous 107 that everybody talks about. But my point is, you should add the nine because they were scored within the calendar year 1972. So the calendar year record is 116. And that wow. is 31 goals ahead of Gerd Muller in the same year. And it is 25 ahead of Lionel Messi for 2012. What is quite interesting with this as well is that if you look at uh, the total, they put up 107. That was in 309 days. That's if you take the rest of the year mm -hmm. from the start, the the champ, the um, uh, the start of the Zambian season to the end of the year. It's 309 days. They have 366, and he still beats them. <laughs> and now, have, have you taken your findings to the relevant authorities to acknowledge them? Have you taken these findings to people? What have you done with your findings? No, I haven't taken them to the authorities yet, but CAF know about what I'm uh, doing. So does uh, FAZ. And uh, also uh, Dr. Danny Jordan, oh. all of them, uh, and also the Lesotho FA, all of them know that uh, I've got a great interest in this and that eventually I want to take these findings to CAF and ask them to recognize the record, the African record of Chitalu. And what I also want to do and to stress at this point is the importance of Godfrey Chitalu, he is a fantastic footballer. He's an absolute all-time great of African football, but he's also served African football greatly. And that is because this is the one time when people challenge the usual challenges. Oh, it's easy to say so-and-so scored that many goals in yeah. Africa. Prove it. Show us the records. This is the one time you can say, here they are. Here's the records. Now what are you going to say? Oh. And that's the key point. Because Godfrey Chitalu is the trailblazer of record keeping in African football. Once you see what you can achieve with Chitalu's records, it can be done for other players. And that's what needs to be done. One thing I would love to see happen is that there is a, a project that looks at the whole career of Godfrey Chitali. To give you an example as to why, 1972, the goals and the records are very, very clear. In another competition, the Sakafa Cup, it was it's the oldest cup, international cup in African history. 
there was a final and it says and if you look at Chitalu's go international goals record it's very interesting because you have one source say that it ended 5-3 on penalties and Zambia lost mm. both sources say it ended 5-3 on penalties and Zambia lost one says it was nil nil and the other says it was 1-1 and this is a final yeah it's the oldest competition in Africa and they can't even agree what the score is yeah, we need to do better as Africans. What an incredible story here. Satish Sakai, British author and journalist, giving us his findings. Thank you for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Thank you to Pongaliwewe and Mathematical all the way in Nigeria. I hope we've learned something today. We're going to stay on this story. We'll see how far we can take the story. And these are stories that need to be told. Our time is completely out. We have to go to news.